are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a March 14th Wednesday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, writer and editor over at LeBron Wire, part of the USA Today NBA Wire sites, former Blazer beat writer from the Vancouver Columbian, and your host here of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. I did not do a podcast after immediately after Monday's game because I was working at the game. It was a late game. And then on top of that, one of my closest friends was in town for the game. He's uh, my buddy Ian, an estranged Sonics fan who found himself in Miami after LeBron left, became a Miami Heat fan. And so uh, hung out with him after the game as well. Had a couple of drinks. Uh, Can't, you know, not going to front here. It was fun. Uh, But that's why we didn't do a podcast today. Yesterday. I had some duty with the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron Wire, but we are here now on Wednesday. It's Draft Wednesday on the Locked On Podcast Network, our favorite day of the week here. And the basketball extravaganza of March has already begun, and I'm not talking about the first four last night. The NBA is on fire right now. Every game matters. Last night, I was flipping through games like you know, the Thursday morning of March Madness. Uh, the we were going. I was going back and forth between the Bulls and the Clippers and the Hawks and the Thunder and the Wizards and the Wolves and and all these games with playoff implications for seeding. And that's how it's how, that's how it is right now in the Western Conference. And it, I mean, I know that. For a lot of folks, this is kind of checkout time for the NBA. But for me, someone who you know, real, you know, real hoops junkie, uh, I mean, I love when when things get tight like this. Every game in the East matters for playoff seeding. Every game in the West matters for playoff seeding. Uh, up until last night, Denver and the Lakers. That game was really fun to watch. Big stakes for the Nuggets. They lost. We'll give a standings check in a second. But the game I was at on Monday. Blazers Heat, the Blazers hold off a shorthanded Miami Heat team, 115-99. And after the game, Eric Spolstra saying that Damian Lillard should be considered to be in the MVP discussion. Uh, And that was, you know, I'm not mincing any words. That is what he said. Uh, And that was incredible. The Blazers remain in third place in the Western Conference, so we'll talk about that game. Then we'll also preview the Cavs. They have a bunch of injuries as well, but they still have LeBron James, who, if you've heard of him, he's pretty good. Um, so the Blazers against the Heat on Monday night at the Moda Center. Portland jumped out to a really great start in this one, and the Heat were without Hassan Whiteside in the middle and without Dwayne Wade coming off the bench. And the Blazers exploited both of those absences early on in this game. Whiteside 
was not in the middle, so the Blazers go early to Yusuf Nurkic, who Nurkic having one of his best games of the season in terms of scoring and rebounding. They went to him early on the block against Bam Adebayo, the rookie, and 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 Nurk did really well. And 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 Jason Quick profiled Nurk a little bit and what he's been doing off the court, and he's he's really been working on that. I mean, th- this is not just a sudden thing. And 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 while Nurk is trying to play it cool and, and say that he's not doing anything differently and all this stuff, you know, that you, you try to play off when you're, you know, you're, you know, trying to make it look cool. You're not trying to make it look like it, it was hard or anything, but Nurk has been working on this stuff. Terry Stotts has been getting on him. Uh, Dame had some good stuff with Jason quick after the game on that. And uh, Nurk got the game going. I mean, Portland got started playing through Nurk and we haven't seen that a bunch this season, but Without Whiteside, the Heat were pretty undersized in the middle, so they decided to go to Nurk, who, you know, he's been criticized for not being able to go to work on the block because he's lost the weight and, and all that stuff. But, you know, keep in mind that he's played in basically every game. I mean, I know he's missed a handful of games here and there, but uh, his health has been impeccable this year for the Blazers, and the weight loss, I think, is a, is a huge reason why he's been able to stay on the court. And then he has a breakout game, and again – here is one of the things that you have to like and one of the things that you have to remember about a young team is you know, you have a young team like Portland, the third youngest team in the league. You have a lot of guys that can still get better. I know that I was hard on Nurkic earlier in the season, but when you're 23 years old, you have a lot of room to grow. And 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 as great as Zach Collins' growth has been, and, and Collins had some great moments in the first quarter against the Heat as well, uh, you know, it's worth remembering that Nurk is also only 23 and with the cap crunch coming and the inconsistent season that he's had, I don't necessarily think that he's going to get a max contract, something prohibitive that Portland wouldn't be able to bring him back. So Nurk, the Blazers played through him. He had 27 and 16, one of his best games of the season. He also had three assists on the night, but the heat came back uh they they got the lead down to three after being down by as many as 19 points in the fourth quarter they cut it down to three and guess who damian lillard coming through again with some big shots in the fourth quarter a couple of big three pointers one where uh i think it was magruder you know just let him sit i don't know five feet behind the three-point line and dan was just like all right and you could see him exhale and he's like all right i'm gonna br-. he just breathes it out and he shoots it and it was just and it was just he is on another level right now with his game he's he's playing again at a high level to finish the season he's done this before before the game i asked terry Sassian, is there anything different about what dame is doing right now and he said you know dame has done this but this is probably the best he's played the highest level he's played last year he basically carried the blazers to the playoffs but this year he he's playing at an even higher level and uh after the game eric spolstra was was really really full of praise for damian lillard uh for his play and you know, he, he was full of praise before the game as well I, I i will say that before the game he was saying you know damian lillard this guy he can come in he can break up any defense and basically do anything to you that he wants and uh I mean, really, Spolstra was was full of tons of praise and basically saying that that he should be an MVP. Uh, you know, one of the things he said, I don't know if there's any other player in this league right now that is playing at a higher level than Lillard. You know the names in the MVP conversation. 
the way he's playing right now and winning, he deserves to be in that conversation as well. And he also had uh, a really great comment about the timing of Dame's greatness. And he said that uh, it's not just the, his greatness, but it's the timing of his greatness that is so unique because when the Blazers needed a bucket, I mean, it was almost it was scripted almost i mean it, you you it, it was it would be telegraphed if you if you wrote it somewhere but when they needed something when they needed a bucket and the heat were turning the blazers over and getting them out, all out of sorts dame hit some big shots and 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 put the the game away and, and portland ends up winning by 16 dame had 32 points and 10 assists in the win Zach Collins also had some big plays in this game in the first quarter, especially he had 10 points and four rebounds, including one uh, very surprising turnaround, step back, spin move into a three-pointer at the buzzer. Terry Stott said he would be surprised if he saw that again. But Damian Lillard, actually, I asked him after the game, and he said, you know, the way Collins shoots it, he shoots it so smooth, he wasn't surprised that it went in. And uh, the Blazers have a ton of confidence in Zach Collins right now and and no more than, than Dame. So really uh, great win for the Blazers. And now that sets up a matchup against the defending Eastern Conference champions, the Cleveland Cavaliers, coming in on Thursday. And the Blazers still have the third best record in the league and the NBA's longest win streak now at 10 games. So the Blazers with the longest win streak in the NBA. And they're currently 41 and 26. They're a game and a half ahead of the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are 41 and 29. Portland is three up in the loss column, however. They have 26 losses to 29 for the Thunder and 28 for New Orleans. So really, really interesting stuff right now in the Western Conference. Portland maybe separating themselves a little bit it's hard to say because it, it it can all change so quickly but looking down the rest of the western conference standings portland's in third right now oklahoma city's in fourth then right behind oklahoma city are the pelicans and timberwolves who are tied and then right behind them you have another cluster of teams in the clippers jazz spurs and nuggets the nuggets are currently in 10th after last night's loss to the lakers they are one game behind the seventh seed. There's a three-way tie right now for seventh. But if it ended today because of tiebreakers and all that, the Spurs would be out of the playoffs for the first time in, I think, 20 years. So uh, pretty amazing stuff right now in the Western Conference. Just uh, quite the, the plot twist here at the end. But we're going to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers coming up here in a second. But first, it's Draft Wednesday on the Locked On Podcast Network, so be sure to play Draft with us tonight. It's Wednesday. It's the best night of the week in the NBA, and it should be a blast. It's my favorite daily fantasy sports app. You come play with us, find the Locked On Podcast Network game, and play with us in a draft. It's five minutes. It's super easy. You pick five guys. It takes no time at all, and you play every day it's super great it's it's my favorite fantasy sports app because it takes away all the budget stuff and and all those other things that you have to deal with in fantasy sports and it makes it very simple you pick five guys on your team in a snake draft and 
you, you roll with your guys. And even if you're, say, you're, you're at work and you, you might have to go into a meeting at the time of the draft, you can set your lineups or your, your draft rankings, excuse me, to have the players that you want picked in draft if you can't draft yourself at the time. So make sure to play draft with us. It's really fun. I'm going to be playing. So come play with us on the draft app today on draft wednesday with locked on podcast network and the best thing about it is that all of my listeners get a free entry when you sign up using promo code l-o-n-b-a so go to the app store on your phone download draft and enter promo code l-o-n-b-a today with the locked on podcast network welcome back to the show the blazers have a, a, a big big game here on Thursday night at the Moda Center. They may not have a better record than the Blazers, but they definitely come in with a lot more expectations. The Cleveland Cavaliers come into the Moda Center on Thursday night as part of their long road trip, their last long Western Conference road trip of the season. And they're they're pretty light on the injury front right now. Cavs beat the Suns last night 129-107 to stop a two-game skid. They just had a weekend in L.A. that did not go well. They did not win any of their games. They lost by double digits in both of them, but they were able to bounce back against a very tanktastic team in Phoenix as LeBron James had a triple-double, 28 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Jordan Clarkson, 23 points on the bench, and lots of changes for this Cleveland Cavaliers team as of late. Obviously, you may have heard about their activities at the trade deadline where they traded basically everybody on their team. Dwayne Wade, Jay Crowder, Derek Rose, Isaiah Thomas, Channing Fry, all those guys gone. Uh, and and now they have a, a new group. They brought in Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr., Rodney Hood, and, and George Hill. Hill is their starting point guard now, uh, but his numbers have gone down a little bit, especially from three since he's joined the Cavaliers, but uh, still a, a really good defender at the point guard spot. And I think, uh, you know, as, as much as one can right now, because I don't think there's really anybody that can stop Damian Lillard at this point, as much as anyone can, he'll put up a good fight uh, at the point guard spot defending Damian Lillard. But the, the Cavs made a big change yesterday. Another, the Cavs are full of changes. Uh, I, I guess th- this is a, this is also a game preview. I'm, 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 uniquely qualified for i mean i i run the lebron blog and i also do this blazers podcast so this is all my worlds coming together here uh the the Cavs won last night but they made a lot a lot of changes they moved kyle corver into the starting lineup last night moving jr smith to the bench and it sounds like that's going to be a permanent move according to tyron lu corver has been the superior three-point shooter all season long i think he, he leads the team in attempts or led the team in attempts coming into this game from three. And last night he had 22 points, six of seven from the field, five of six from three. And uh, LeBron looked plenty happy to be able to have a a really reliable shooter out there on the wing. And Corver probably also appreciated having the uh, playmaking of LeBron James to set him up because uh, LeBron can basically set anybody up for a shot if he wants to and Corver a lot of the times you know teams will cue in on him and slow him down and I I think it's a lot harder to do that when 
the defense also has to worry about LeBron James. So that's going to be an interesting challenge for the Trailblazers coming up in this game. You know, how they manage the spacing of Corver with the need to kind of pack the defense in and 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 focus on LeBron James because he can he can expose you in, in a number of ways. And uh, another thing that went down in last night's game for the Cavs was Larry Nance Jr. got pulled in the third quarter. The Cavs were up by 20 after the first quarter and were basically in control from you know after the first quarter on last night. Nance gets pulled in the third quarter. Apparently it's a hamstring issue, but it's apparently precautionary. He told reporters after the game that he is quote-unquote absolutely fine. Nance is the starting center right now for the Cavs because they are without Tristan Thompson for at least a couple more days with a sprained ankle, and the earliest that they will get Kevin Love back is next Friday. So Love, unfortunately, for uh, those who wanted to see him at home, uh, not going to make the comeback in Portland from his broken left hand. Uh, so the the Cavs are thin. I think that's something the Blazers can expose, especially on the glass in this game. The, the Blazers have been a top five rebounding team all season long. They're a very good rebounding team on the offensive end, and that's really a, a, an area. The defensive glass has really been hard on the, the Cavs lately. So the Blazers' size really could be a major advantage in this one because Larry Nance Jr. is their starting center, you know, not what you would consider a big guy. And it could be a lot like the the game that the, the Blazers just had with Miami with no white side. Nance Jr. at center, as versatile as he is, you know that that's a weakness there that can be exposed by the cat by the Blazers and and Nance uh, that he's healthy is great, but you know he's their last big man. Last night they had to go with a bunch of their two-way player John Holland. Uh, they went with LeBron at center. They had Jeff Green at center. So they are running out of bodies. They have Ante Zizic as well, who is a rookie, but. Also, not that big of a guy and not a guy that I really think can physically match up with Nurkic on the block. So, yeah, you have a lot of advantages there if you're Portland in this game. The The Cavs are coming off a, a nice win, but there are ways that the Blazers can expose the Cavs, especially their, their lack of depth right now on the interior. And when they don't have Kevin Love, it's a lot harder for them to create mismatches because Love can you know, get a guy like Aminu out there on the three-point line. And instead of that, now Aminu can kind of roam free, wreak havoc on the backside, the weak side. And it's just not as hard to guard the Cavs when, when they don't have Kevin Love. So uh, the Blazers getting a nice opportunity here to add to this win streak. Obviously, LeBron James can come in here and beat you by himself. That's something that Le- that Dame said after the game on Monday when, when talking about the Cavs and LeBron. But the the Blazers have a lot of things that can expose this team. So uh, I'm looking forward to that matchup between the Blazers and the Cavs. LeBron James can bring it. Kyle Korver in the starting lineup. But I, I, I think Portland has plenty to, to slow them down. And, and there's going to be a ton of basketball on this week. As I mentioned, I talked about uh, March and March Madness and all that stuff that at the top with the the first four and and all those NCAA games that are starting right now the play-in games and I talked about flipping through the channels in the NBA 
and and how tight all those games are that is a little March Madness like but it, it's here and now it's time for you to make a boatload of money this week betting at my bookie if you haven't checked them out this is the perfect time to get into the action as I said there's all kinds of basketball on from college to NBA there's the NIT even if you want to get into that I know Champions League soccer is coming around but March Madness the time that we love is here the brackets all of it so lay down some money and score big on college hoops this year join me and thousands of players and start betting at mybookie.ag today are you tired of you know having to go through all these hoops just to get your money when you gamble then come to my bookie it's a great service that's been good to me and all of our listeners across the network and that's why i urge you to make your way to my bookie today you win they pay fast no hassles and you're just wasting your time betting anywhere else. It, they have in-game live betting, so even if you miss the tip-off, you can make a bet. But the best thing for my listeners is that you join now, and my bookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus, and you can even enter to win their million-dollar bracket challenge if you get it in by Thursday when the brackets really kick off. So make sure to enter promo code Locked on NBA. That's L O C K E D on NBA. Just like the name of the show, Locked on Blazers, but Locked on NBA. One word at mybookie.ag. Visit my bookie today. Play, win, and get paid. So, uh, also some interesting stuff. If if you're ready to look out for. Uh, the draft and all that stuff, you know, lots of really great prospects here in, in, in the in the upcoming draft. Looking for maybe someone for Portland to pick with that first round pick if they decide to hold on to it. This is a big, big week in terms of basketball. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for the game tomorrow. I'm excited to have my 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 basketball writing, basketball journalism worlds colliding at the Moda Center tomorrow night. So should be a, a, a really fun game. The Blazers with a chance, a really great chance, in my opinion, to extend that winning streak. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be LeBron James. And and, and no matter who they're missing, uh, LeBron can, can really put on a show. He's done it before in Portland in the past. And, and he does have some other guys that can get going. And uh, it, it's going to be... It's going to be a circus as it always is with LeBron James, but it should be a pretty fun game. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. Until next time, we will see you after Thursday's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Or-